When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. What? That's you. Really? Hit do it. We have to do a show then? Check it. All right, I guess we will. Or I'm going to do some everybody. bad rap or something. It's up to you. Oh, please don't. You count on it. I don't even like good rap. Okay. I know I won't like bad rap. Indeed. And it will be oh, bad, my friend. Oh, oh, please, no rapping, no rhyming, no poetry, no singing, no dancing. Bad jokes? No. Bad jokes, okay. of course, I totally expect those. Ah, and then they're coming, am, trust me. I am ready for those. No, no, no. You know, you, I think they actually, you've been like a dad multiple times over the years, so <laughs> I think you, you, you are the guy about whom they, they, uh, they created the dad joke idea. I think you're right. It, it emanated from something I said 25 years ago, I'm certain of or, it. Or more. Oh, stop it. Or more. You're the guy who wants to talk about the crash of 29 because you were there. Good Lord. No! I wanted to talk about the crash of 29 because it's the 90th anniversary. Oh, yeah. I'm just counting down to 100, too. 90, we're almost 100 years from the crash of 29 and... So much better. Well, but... I made my money back. But I think you better set up the show first. Then I'm going to let you do the rest of it. All right. Well, but you started me off on the topic. I can tell you're all worked up. Oh, I should give out the phone number. That? Tell them who we are, what the heck we're doing. All right. Ladies and gentlemen... We are Talking Real Money. I am Don McDonald. That is Tom Cock. You are our lovely listeners out wherever you are, whether you're in your car, in your home, in your office. I don't know. You could, you know, oh, oh, oh. Before I get to that, do you know <laughs> that with the latest iOS for Apple? Yeah. iOS 13 for your iPhone? Yeah. Or your, which I or have your, probably. Yeah, you can now go, hey Siri, play K-O-M-O. Should I try it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hey Siri, play K-O-M-O. It's, it's going to be delayed. It'll be very confusing. Okay, playing Como. Yeah, yep. it just delayed us. Yeah, all right. You, so you can, you, on wow. your AirPods, your HomePods, your iPhones, your iPod, iPads, all of these things, you can now just say, Play co- K-O, you have to say play K-O-M-O or it's me. Is it be like, or something? play Misty for me, like that kind of thing? It's or what kind of like that. Okay. It's just, hey Siri, play. Clint Eastwood available for the Actually, remake? Actually, we should just during the show go, hey Siri, play Como. And all these, all these iPhones You'll will be hearing start over. <laughs> okay, you still didn't do what you were supposed to do. I hate to be the guy I pushing did. you all the time. Well, it's but. been a long time and I forgot. Um, call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because we know one thing. You deal with money. We do know you deal with money. You may not like dealing with money. You may not have much of it. But day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, throughout your life, you're going to deal with money. And there will, will be times when it will confuse you. There will be times when you'll go, I don't know what to do with it. There will be times when you think, I think I'm being ripped off. And you really should, you need someone you can call. Now. Let that let that person or those persons and be let, us. And let me add one thing. That's our favorite yeah. part of doing this program. We could prattle on. 
about topics oh, that are important oh, to us no. for decades. Boy, we, we could go on. back the 90 years, fill that between now and the crash. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. I could do the complete history of investing going back to 1929. Exactly. And I think I'll do that today. No, please don't. So we, the show really is about you. We love answering your questions and we take them all. So we, we really, we screen nothing and the talented, I would say lovely, but I don't want to get in trouble. The talented Joyce is here to take the calls today. And if oh, you call, Joyce is doing, yeah, jo- she's, Joy, she's handling Joyce the callers. Is, is doing her, uh, her penance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And she, if you call, you get a book from us. I don't know which book. I don't know who's writing well, I it. I think it but... should be financial physics. Okay. I think it should be financial physics. Which is a great book. I really book. do. Because that's the one that makes the difference. Well, it it's written. It's not written with price to earnings ratios and all the, oh, uh, the no, jargon. No, 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 no. It's no. about money written in a if way you that to learn, you'd like to if learn. If you want to learn the old way of investing, which was this, which is what we're going to talk about when it comes to the crash of 29. If you want to learn the old way of what was called investing, but we really call it speculating or gambling, this is not the book for you. You know, if you're looking for how to beat the market or, you know, the, not the show for you own now, this, you're right. It's not even the show. For Fine. You, so. you know, you could go tune in. I'm sure online somewhere the Husky pregame show is just warming up. You probably take that in right now. Because the game airs in like a week. I mean, you got to start. It's not very too early to start talking about football. I'm Come telling on. you, somewhere at uh, at the Como hierarchy, you're gonna. Oh, don't say that. It's know, gonna start playing now. You you are you are no you are like uh, like Rachel Maddow on MSNBC <laughs> this week. Where she's like biting the hand that ah, feeds you. Yeah, okay. you know, like John mm. Oliver exactly. slapping AT and T around every week. You are in such trouble. I know. So give us a call at eight five five nine three five talk with all of your money questions. We're an equal opportunity uh, answerer. And and here's the bonus today because he was there because he reported on it because he knows it like no other historian. <laughs> And Don McDonald is going to take you back to October 1929 and tell you why the crash of 1929 means nothing. Means nothing. Well, because you should have recovered by now, right? 1929. (laughs) Thank you. Please do. And how much did it go down? It went down a lot. I don't know a lot, but wait. Yeah, I don't know how we're do live that. from the stock market in New York City. There you go. I don't know why I plug my nose to say this, but I do. <laughs> um, it's just the way they sound. Uh, no, this, okay. Why is this a relevant story 90 years later? Come on, really. Because tell me. Because everybody still thinks about it and even, even. Oh, more. I get up every I morning have, and think about it. Sure. No, because there are salespeople. Crooked, evil salespeople. There's a guy in Phoenix who, to this oh, there's day, more than still one guy this. in Phoenix. By the Where way, they, they 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 do this whole song and dance about you know uh, the being back in bread lines again because we're going to have another crash like twenty nine. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, you know, we know then him. There's lots of others who are always saying, <sighs> "Well, you know, it took until 1954 for you to recover from the stock market crash of 1929." That is absolute baloney. Mark Hulbert, several years ago in the Wall Street Journal, Who's Mark read Hulbert? the numbers. He's a he's a writer. He's okay. a book guy. He, you know, he's an author. He is the greatest of analyst it. of newsletters in the history of this business. That's yeah, he I'd did a piece him. Where, where, and you can do this yourself. It's really pretty easy. The problem with this argument that people make that they, you didn't recover until '54 is that they neglect to factor in all oh, those little things that were actually quite big early in the century, last century. 
dividend. By the way, I did not. I haven't felt well since about then. So you could see how the other side may have a point. So who knows? I don't even know what you just said. 855-935-TALK is our number. We'll figure it out during the break. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255 is our phone number, 855-935-TALK. And I have a question for Tom. Yes. Is there ever a day when there isn't a soccer game on television? No. I think that, like, the, like, uh, it's like there's always a game. I'm trying to think. Actually, no. Tom and there never the should studio. be a day without a soccer game. Soccer. A day without a day soccer, without soccer is, like a, is like a day without I'd something. Say without sunshine, but then it would be a lot of days yeah, without soccer. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, again, the number, 855-935-TALK. Yeah. Give us a call. Get a book. You want to talk about the crash, go right ahead. Oh, well, I do, just because I want to put some things in perspective. Yes. For all of those fear mongers out there that you're going to run into, you're going to eventually run into some fear monger who says, well, but what if we have another 1929, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, et cetera? Okay, let's, let's look at the facts for a minute. Back in 1929, the stock market was small. Not many people participated. There were pretty much no mutual funds. There were... I think there's one. Ten. No, I thought it was I like there one. were ten by okay. twenty nine. Right. They started in the twenties, and I think there were. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I do have some exact numbers in front of me. Oh, uh, well, actually, they're under my iPad. There they are. Um, That's some really old paper that you were writing on it, in nineteen twenty nine. I'm glad it survived. In in nineteen twenty nine, yeah. get this. Yeah, ninety percent of the entire value of the stock market was borrowed. Only so this was like a, so basically people would decide to buy one share of Amazon that today is trading at I don't know like eighteen hundred or whatever it is yeah. but they'd only put one hundred and eighty dollars down on it you got it you so got it so leveraging 90% of the stock market was leveraged yep and they were leveraging it with forty percent of the entire debt of the United States now that's pretty astounding that's how much too. money borrowed money was in the stock market it was it was it was a house of cards destined to fall. It, it had to fall. And you, prices had gone up dramatically in the oh, late 20s. Right. And and everybody thought this was a surefire way to make a lot of money. Well, the reality is you can never make that kind of money nonstop, particularly with leverage. Leverage, while it enhances returns on the upside, it magnifies your losses to the point where you lose, literally, you lose 10% of your value on a leveraged, 90% leveraged stock. You're at zero. You're broke. You're Wasn't busted. This something like this happened in 2008 with real estate or something. I have some yes. recollection of like real that. estate. Yeah. But you notice it didn't. The stock market went down, but it recovered yeah. because there wasn't that kind of leverage in stocks. Right now, the total leverage, the total margin debt for the U.S. stock market hovers right around two percent compared to ninety percent in 29. So the margin debt that people have. To it's sort of leverage tiny. up on a bet, if you will, is a small number compared to where it was some 90 years ago. And this argument, this spurious argument that if you uh, invested in October of 1929, you did not recover until 1954, is one, 
wrong because you forget the dividends. They forgot all about the dividends, which then amounted to about three or four percent a year, maybe five percent. So you recover so if you had reinvested those dividends, your recovery would have been much more quick. Yeah, your right. recovery would have been in about fifth just under fifteen years if you were a hundred percent in stock and you bought only in October. By See, the way, there weren't assuming- that, yeah, right. There weren't very many stocks to buy. I don't know how many there yep. were. Okay, but but and no, the very, other argument. Yeah, very yeah, few of us are a hundred percent in stocks, right? I right. mean, that's not very many people are. The typical American portfolio is about sixty percent stocks and about forty percent fixed income, a balanced fund in essence. If you had a sixty forty portfolio yeah. in in October of twenty nine, you only you bought at the high. Yeah, you would have recovered in six and a half years. Sounds like nineteen thirty five or something. Exactly. In the in the depths of the depression. Okay, but what's the... I think that's one lesson. But what are some of the other lessons to be learned 90 years later? Well, one, we don't gamble. It's not... Then it was all about gambling. Yeah, it was. It really was about picking you. It was a zero, it was a zero sum. Somebody wins, somebody loses. That was the right. that was the nature of it. Number two, debt generally is not a good thing. I mean, there's some like mortgage debt. Okay, we can live with that because you you have leveraged up there, right, on a piece of right. property that, while not the biggest, not the most important investment you'll ever make in your life, was what you hear. Not true. But over time, that has increased in value slightly better than inflation. And it's offered you a place to live. Even even if it doesn't go up at all, that leverage is okay. It's only when it goes down dramatically that that leverage in a home will hurt you. Which we saw in 2008. So debt, leverage, those are generally not good things from a financial standpoint. And the other thing is that investing has changed dramatically over yeah, the past 90 years. I agree. Today, today you can invest in every publicly traded stock in the world and you could do it easily and inexpensively, creating a diversification. The diversification alone practically guarantees that you can't suffer the kind of dramatic and protracted loss that occurred in the 20s and 30s. There's no guarantee against anything, but because that diversification reduces overall volatility, you have one market kind of picking up the slack for another. Which is what has happened, yes. Which is what has happened over the past 90 years. Even though we've had big declines, mm-hmm. none of them have been protracted. Yeah, I think Globally, are- globally. I want to say your reporting then was as good as it is today. So well done, sir. Wow, I age gracefully. You look great. 855-935-TALK. Not bad for a 102-year-old guy. I was reporting at 12 years old back in the, uh, back in the 20s. 855-935-8255. It's the voice that's amazing. That's continuing. I don't know. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. Uh, That's Tom. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, no I'm going to be on the show more than I normally am. I, so I, I just, you know, I just hang out and do live radio for the thrill of it. You know, that's why I've been doing it for like 35 years. It's like you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like there was a time years ago when I was doing overnights. On a network. Mm-hmm. And the business and radio a, network. Business radio network. Yeah. I had a caller 
We used to get a lot of calls at night. We get like eight lines filled. Not like back now, in the day when nobody, people would listen to the radio the in the middle of the night. Yeah, uh, and we we went to a call at about I think it was midnight Eastern, one a.m. Eastern, and we went to this call. Oh, and I this said, is the famous the show. cricket call. And I hear <laughs> the sleeping call. <laughs> so I had my engineer I said, "Turn up the volume." So he turns the volume up, and we, <laughs> and we hear crickets in the background. <laughs> So he's on the porch. Uh, so the guy's on the porch. Fell asleep. Sound asleep after in making, the middle of the night. Yeah, okay. He stayed on the show. It was, an, it was a toll-free call, so we kept him on the show all sure, night. Sure, why not, yeah. And did you ever on. take a question? From him? Yeah. <laughs> sleep aids. <laughs> Didn't no need to sleep aids. Sleep aid is Don McDonald's show, I guess, right? I love live radio. Yeah. All right, so um, back to... We're going to go to the phones here in a moment. We had a little trouble with the phones. You mentioned the number. Uh, maybe we should and try I it now. I mentioned the number, and I broke the phones. Apparently, you did it so well. Did, let's try Let's try go to the phones right now. What do you say? You want to test them? I sure, think we should. Uh, we have Ron, I believe. Ron, are you there? Yeah, I am. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. How can we help you today? Uh, I'm coming into some money here uh, over this next few years. The situation is is that uh, the one oil well I have uh, sending me about 200 bucks a month. But uh, now they're drilling seven wells on the property. Well, and I guess going, that's good what? for you. <laughs> huh? Is that good for you? I would think so. Uh, yeah, because if, if they all... Come up with two hundred bucks a month. I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot more than two hundred bucks a month. Sounds good. Yeah. So um, my question is, with uh, say roughly a thousand bucks a month, what could I do with it? What do you need? Do you need it to live on? Nope. And what would be the uh, ultimate purpose of this money? Purpose. Uh, well, I have a couple of colleges I'd like to endow. Hmm. Okay. Well, what about a chair? You set up some sort of a charitable trust or yeah, something, you or could, use uh, you could. There's ahead. a whole bunch of different ways. You, if you want to give to a, I mean, you could you could uh, open a. You could give right to the college. Right to them. You just hand them the money for one thing. I mean, I, I get the sense you're asking about how to invest it to give away in the future. Is that what more your question is, or am I well, reading into it? Well, yeah, you're reading into it. No, okay. I, I'm looking to, you know, um, when I pass on, uh, to uh, give that away. But in the meantime, I'd like to uh, let do some accruing of more money. Okay. So I was closer to being right than so I thought. I, anyway. Y- yeah. You were. You were closer. Right. Yes. Yeah, one, the one thing I thought of was, um, what do they call sure. it, uh, uh, the banks have it though. Darn, my mind is quickly dimming out. <laughs> That's right. Well, so are ours. Yeah. Well, Don still going back to his reporting on the uh, Great <laughs> Depression. But uh, so, I mean, here's another idea. I mean, you could you could open a charitable remainder trust of some. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do this. Uh, okay, now, now, will any of these ways uh, avoid my paying taxes on it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Wait. 
way. Well, not on the income. To, yeah, on right, the income right, you're right. getting from the oil wells, there's really not. But I guess it's an offset because you're getting a yeah. deduction on the giveaway. So yeah. yeah, no, I mean you, but you could set well, it up a lot of ways. I'm drawing a blank because I'm I'm 112 years old. Me too. Uh, on what's that? <laughs> Schwab, a lot of old guys Schwab, in this room today. <laughs> what's that Schwab thing called? The charity charity. charity yeah, the one where you give yeah. anything you could do oh, to on. help would be very helpful. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna get it there. We the are gonna find out. Thanks, Ron. Talk is our number eight five five nine three five eight two five five. You know, it's bad when we're both worthless on the same day. Give us a call. I think we have the phones working. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. All right. All right. We have it. We have the answer. Both of us totally blank yeah, on this. Yeah, it's one of those and things. we both know, know it. I know. There, Schwab runs a division They're not the only Schwab. ones. Yeah. But many do, and we yeah. like the Schwab one because it's it's inexpensive. It's yeah. got a lot of flexibility. Uh, it's called Schwab Charitable, and it's at Schwab, Schwab, S-H-W-A-B, Charitable. And you could trade stocks for free. You could get in and trade all day if you want, so inclined. Why would you want to trade? Because it's exciting because I could get rich because the mm. online trading academy told me it's easy to trade stocks and you're, get rich. You're not. Well, one, you're not going to get rich if you put the money in this because you've oh. given it to charity oh, okay. irrevocably. Yeah. Uh, but it is a very inexpensive, kind of cool way. It's it, what they create are what, what are called donor advised funds. That's it. Those are the words that were missing donor from my brain. <laughs> I think funds. I was still stuck in somewhere in the 1920s or 30s. It takes me a while to move out of that back to the wherever we are today. Well, so when you're our age. Whew. Wow. Okay. Donor advised so, funds. So, fund. so Ron could go put the money there. Yes, he could go to yeah. SchwabCharitable.org. Yep. There you go. And put the money in yeah. every month as he gets it. Gets a tax deduction for it. Yep. He can invest it as he sees fit. And then they will send it right to those will, charities to which he it, likes them to. Yeah. It right. will go to the charity when go. he wants it to go to the charity. When he wants it to go to the charity. Good so point. it works out really well. Yeah, and it's kind of cool, and you get a tax deduction. So there you have that. We covered that. <laughs> Please call and us I, with other questions where we know the answer, but will not be able to recall. <laughs> Thank you. That will be a I'm long list. At their webpage right now, and they yeah. have Ted Baxter giving advice. Thanks, to Lou, right for there. taking over for me. Yeah, yeah really appreciate it. Love <laughs> me some Ted Baxter. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was in How there. How long were we out. off? How long were we off uh, for football? Way on? too long, apparently. I think it was sometime apparently. early last year or something. So yeah. And we're here this week. We're not here next week. We're not next week? We are not next week. Next week, the Huskies play at, I think it's 1 o'clock or something. Oh. So, pregame show begins in about three hours. So, we will not I be on next week. I cannot keep up. So, let me give the number again, 855-935-TALK. We are giving you, for calling, a free copy of Don's book, Financial Physics, which should help you understand how money works. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we can't really let the show go by without, uh, this would be letting the elephant literally out of the room without discussion, um, the Ken Fisher saga. Right. You know, and for those of you, uh, I, I mean, I it's a little inside baseball, but it's no, been out there well, enough now. Given the fact that Ken Fisher is like, and if, every time you go on the web, it's like, well, Ken he's Fisher the biggest, says, he's the biggest registered investment advisor 
In the world. In the world. Yeah. 114 or, billion. He had that about four days ago. Now it's or 111 or something. Yeah, at least he was. So you may have heard the story about how Ken went to a conference of registered investment advisors, got up and told a very stupid and out, just a, a stupid thing to say. I mean, it really was at the end of the day. Well, he was giving was people offensive. advice on how to prospect, yeah. and he made it sexual. And, yeah, and he was... did something that I've actually never seen anyone do in real life. He took his foot, and he put it all the way in. Yeah, That is a contortionist extraordinaire. Yeah, uh, He really, really, really messed up, but he's done this before. But what this led to was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It led to this massive expose or multiple yeah. exposes. Many people have written now of the inner workings of Fisher Investments of the organization. Because if you see the ads, and you can't really miss the ads, as you started to say, Don. I mean, they're on the internet, they're on radio to some extent, and they're on television in a fairly large way too. You, they're they have oh TV my ads. gosh, on CBS, uh, on sixty minutes, on Sunday morning, and, on on the shows where people where kind of old rich people hang out, and Fisher paints themselves as the alternative to the brokerage industry, right? This is the guy that you have wants to sell you something. We don't do that. Okay, you can check that box. The guy that you have All investors there we go. seem the Thank same, you. but some give their clients cookie cutter portfolios. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to your goals and needs. Some only call when they have something to sell. Fisher calls regularly, so you stay informed. And while some advisors are happy to earn commissions whether you do well or not, Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when you do better. Maybe that's why most of our clients come from other money managers. I struggle a little bit with several parts of that. For one thing, he's trying to say they're building a custom portfolio from every, for everybody from what we've been told, and it's hard to tell. They don't really do that. I mean, and it's all in stock. So you really don't get no fixed income part that gives you cushion when the market goes down. Very few of us can live with that, but plus, that's all. Yeah. Plus, they're also stock pickers. Yeah, he is a stock they're, picker. Good luck finding any kind of independent information on their track record. Isn't exist. Although it did exist up well, until we'll, 2016. We'll talk about that. But we'll also talk about the last part of that ad that I think is horribly misleading because it makes it sound like you, you they only make money when you make money. That is not true in any no. way, shape, or form. Not true. About any fee. Exactly. Nope. Yep. That's, that's not true about any of them. They just kind of a little misleading. We'll be back. 855-935-TOM. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And and you can call us at 855-935-TALK to talk about your real money issues. Before we go to the phones, we're going to wrap up just the fee segment of our talk about Fisher. Yeah. We'll have more Ken Fisher information later oh, this year. Yeah, with constantly, you, but, constantly. But, but you were saying all, all investment advisors... If you watch the, if you listen to their ads, among the other issues I have, uh, they're a very aggressive sales organization, by the way. One of the things you mentioned is since this, since Fisher 
put his foot in his mouth and made a really horrible comment. Many people started looking into the organization, how it runs. They're a very aggressive sales organization. They cold call people yeah, you like can, crazy. You can go read about all that. I think you might find that interesting. But the part I really, from a marketing standpoint, they say in the ad that Don just played, look, you make money. We make if money. We make money when you make money. Yeah, it makes it sound like there's some guarantee well, get... aspect to it. it. Listen to it carefully because it, what? It... Hold on, let me pull yeah, it back it, up again. It really makes it feel like we only get paid if you make money. That's the inference I think many people might take from the ad, which yeah, is here. It is right here. It is right here. Let's play that again. Let's play it from right All about. money man. It's and needs. Some let's go right there. calls regularly, so you stay informed. And while some advisors are happy to earn commissions, whether you do well or not, Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when you do better. Uh, yeah, right. okay, all that's right. not right. that's right. not inaccurate because right. by the, that's they true do of do every advisor. But the implication is that we make money when you make well, money. Well, and make that money we're some somehow different. That is the same, basically, of every registered in, investment advisor in the country, including ourselves. Right. We get paid a percentage of the money we manage. Right. And let me just tell we you hope you we... make more money because, yes, we do make more because your account's bigger. But it has nothing. It, 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 I think it's misapplied. Do, I'll put it that this way. This is a really great opportunity to, for some perspective in the industry because people are always going, well, what's a fair fee? Well, I'll tell you what we charge yep. and I'll tell you what Fisher charges. There you go. We charge nine tenths of one percent on the first million dollars we manage. One half of one percent. On the next million, and is it three 30. tenths or yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. point three. Three thirty basis points, point three percent on uh, everything over two million. Okay, so that's pretty low. Here's Fisher's. They actually claim their their largest fee is one and a quarter, but you read down in the fine print and it says, "Oh, wait, unless you have below five hundred thousand dollars, and then we charge one point five percent." Yeah. So their highest fee is one point five. Yep. Then, but if you have a million, it'll be 1.25 on the first million. The next four million, now remember our next two million was 0.5. Their next four million is at 1.125. Wow. That's pretty high. Yeah. And anything over five million. How much? Is 1%. Wow. It's pretty expensive. That's, by the way, there's the That's difference why he's between. A billionaire. The difference between Ken Fisher and us is about $3.8 billion. Somewhere in that neighborhood. It's close. I mean, it's, yeah. we're, it's we're, a rounding error of some kind. So, yeah. We're not even in, <laughs> no. we, we're, we're not even in the same universe no, as No, neighborhood is. wouldn't even be legit. Yeah, no, yeah. not even Continent, the same not so much. Yeah. Sorry. I guarantee you he has drivers and I drive my wife everywhere. I, uh, uh, so anyway, you are the driver. That. I'm a driver too, as you know, so. Yeah. 855-935-TALK is our number. And, uh, Paul, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hi, Don. Hi, Tom. Hey. Hey, uh, I listen to you guys uh, whenever I can or wherever you're on the radio. Thank you. But uh, anyway, uh, I got uh, a question with my wife's 401B. She's not working anymore. She's uh, and uh, so she's got 160 in there. And I know you guys say you don't want to have like a lot of uh, different accounts. And I have my uh, mine at, at my work, and uh, so I, I'm a little worried about rolling hers into mine because you can't uh, do that. You can't do that. I can't. 
Okay. No, no you're, that's illegal. your retirement savings are yours, hers, or hers. Now, she could roll it in. Does she have another retirement account at either a company no. or an IRA? So this is her only retirement savings? Yep. Okay. So I And she's still working at the... By the way, usually no, it's a she's not. Okay. Yeah, she's not working anymore. So she was either a teacher or in healthcare, I'm guessing. She was, yes. Yeah, it was four, it's usually 401, a 401A or 403B. You kind of... 403, yeah, okay. 401K or 403B. That's okay. 403B. So the, the options... I dropped the, B, the three, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. The options are, A, leave the money where it is, right? Yep. Or yep. B, basically roll it into an individual retirement account at a major custodian and self-manage it. The only reason I would see to move, and you, you you hit the nail on the head, people come into our office every week and they have eight or nine accounts. Very confusing. I got this little, that does not sound like the case in your household. Um, and the only reason I would say move your wife's would be if you wanted to have better control of it, right? Or, right. yeah, my guess is, Odds are good. 403Bs, yeah. I would guess the vast majority. It's I don't know 70%. I just read the number the other day. 70% of yeah. 403Bs are invested in annuities. Yep. And right. I bet your wife's is invested in an annuity because they're very aggressive salespeople who come visit the school and sell the employees or the hospital and sell the employees on putting their money in their overpriced, ridiculously stupid, worthless annuity and, that is worse than a mutual fund. And even if it's not, generally, those those two plans, if it's a 403B, we most of the time see poor investment options and expensive yep. investments. So. That said, if you just I don't I'm scared to do anything with it, then you leave it there. But you could move it to an individual retirement account. As you know on the program, many times if you're going to do this on your own, we offer you a couple of mutual funds you could put it into. One's a stock fund, one's a bond fund. Those are Vanguard funds that we've mentioned regularly, and I think they're up on the website, uh, yeah. right? And and you could do it that way. Those are that, I think those are the two right. options. Yeah. And, okay, and so, I'm telling you, I, uh, other... I believe that the odds are good that she is going to be a lot better off in an IRA with Vanguard than she is in this 403B with probably with probably 95% of the, the 403Bs we've seen. Go ahead. We didn't, yeah, so another question. We got about, we got about six, I got about six years till, uh, till I, I retire and I'll be, uh, 68. But, uh, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I've been reading about these, uh, the required minimal distributions when it turns 70 and a half. Yes. And I've been wanting to try to keep the number, so, you know, low enough so I'm not into a different tax bracket, into out of the 15% tax bracket. How big is, how big is your, is your 401k or IRA retirement right, savings? Right now, mine's at 375. And, uh, yeah, I, remember the, I got another four years in there. Yeah. I remember that it's three point. Six percent the first year that comes out. I mean, it's yeah. very. It's not going to be a huge number out of a four hundred thousand dollars saving, but it, it's worth however, paying attention to. However, yeah, one of the things you might want to consider doing is transferring some of that, just putting some of that money, paying the taxes early on a little tiny bit each year, and moving that into a Roth IRA where it grows tax free forever, and you don't have a requirement of a minimum distribution, you'd reduce then your distribution from your other accounts. You'd spread the tax bill over more years by starting now with with just a tiny bit every year right. that you re... Or, or do yeah. they have a 401, a Roth 401k option at work? 
Right. You could start finding um, that. Yeah, I was in a I was in a Roth, and then my tax lady told me not to do that. Because yeah, well, you're deducting the money. But yeah, you may have a better long-term strategy. Oftentimes, tax people look backwards, not forward. So. Yeah. It's a great I, question. I, I think okay. if you're trying to do what it sounds like you're trying to do, then start moving or move your 401k future contributions into the Roth 401k. Then you'll reduce your distributions down the road. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We've got some big educational, actually little educational events coming up, big information, little events. Our own Barb Devereaux is teaching two classes, one on November 6th. Uh, it's a lunch ed class. It's called Female Financial Fundamentals. Then on Saturday, there's a brunch ed called Health and Long-Term Care and Retirement. Tickets are really going fast. The Female Financial Fundamentals is almost sold out, so get your tickets now at TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.